If you've been listening to my show for a while, you know how I like to talk about a gut biome test. I call it a fancy poop test. It's a fancy name for a poop test. And it's going to tell us what the ecosystem is in your gut. And why that's important is since food's the best medicine, it's going to tell us, here are your superfoods just for you to eat. Here are the foods for you to avoid. And here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. Now, my team has been very busy and they got an amazing deal. For anybody that wants to do this test, you can do it at home. You don't need a doctor's orders. All you have to do is just go to Viome, V as in Victor, I-O-M as in Mary, E.com, Viome.com. And at checkout, use the secret code, Julie Ryan, and you'll get more than 50% off. Don't put any spaces in there, just Julie Ryan. It's an amazing test. It's going to give you tons of information. I've done it several times myself, and you're going to be thrilled with the information you get because it'll give you a program just for you. Give it a whirl. Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We've got a bunch of callers on hold, and we'll get to them in a couple of minutes and, and see what their questions are and see what fun answers Spirit has for us to share this evening. Today is the 23rd of September, which is my mama, Mary Jo Ryan's birthday, and she is in heaven. She's been in heaven for 19 years, so she would have been 96 today. My brothers and I were texting back and forth, and my brother John said, yeah, she would have been 96 today, and I responded, I said, she would have hated that. (laughs) So happy birthday to uh, my mother, Mary Jo, also known as Nana, and uh, sending, sending her love in heaven, and I'm sure she's showering it on all of us. So, alrighty, let's go to the phones. Our first caller is Maverick. Hi, Maverick. Hey, Julie. How's it going? I'm well. How are you, sir? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Terrific. Everybody, I was on Maverick's show, what, a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that? Yeah, uh, about a week or so, week and a half. I think the episode came out Monday. Okay. All right. And uh, what a delight to get to be on your show. I invited him on everybody because I wanted to introduce him to all of you and and let him tell you a little bit about his show and the work he does and and what he's all about. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So tell everybody about your show and the work that you do and, and why you started in this area. Yeah, so I'm Maverick Bartiger and uh, just had an interest in the afterlife pretty early on and uh, just 
have always been into learning about spirituality, world religions, and anything that would tend to be evidence of the afterlife, which eventually led to the podcast that I am the host of, Evidence of the Afterlife, where we spoke about a week or so ago. And uh, that's just one of the, the channels that I use to connect with people and draw from various different walks of life and areas of expertise, anything from mediums to people that have had near-death experiences to astral travelers to authors, doctors, anybody that can shed light on the mysteries beyond the veil and just kind of curate all that information in one place for people who are like me and they're looking for answers and they're looking for more information. So it's a nice way of bringing it all together. And uh, that followed my my writing, my recent career in writing. I've written four books, three of which are published right now. The first one is The Vibrational State, Three Years of -of Out-of-Body Experiences, which is about my own research and personal experiences with out-of-body experiences. The second book is called Leadline, One Man's Search for Spiritual Truth, which is kind of a synopsis of all my studies and research and experience over the years and trying to make sense of everything and all all the things that tend to show that there is expanded consciousness, whether it's through near-death experiences or out-of-body experiences or religious experiences, psychedelics, anything that would kind of tend to show that there's more than just this physical life. And then recently I transitioned into writing fiction, and uh, my first adult science fiction novel is called Her Eyes Were Green, which is available now in, in all formats. And then the next book will come out sometime next year. Wonderful. My eyes are green. You're not talking about me, are you? <laughs> I don't think we've met. We hadn't no, met that's yet. that's a really good coincidence. <laughs> I know. I no, agree. No. <laughs> yeah. I was the black sheep of that family. Everybody else had blue and I had green, which is no big, you know, me, no big surprise because I was always the one doing things differently than everybody else. Still am, but for that matter. Was there a catalyst? <laughs> Was there a catalyst, Maverick, that led you to want to explore and investigate this afterlife whole niche of information? Yeah, I'd say there's a couple of different events or moments in my life that propelled me further and further into these topics. The first was just early on being around the age of 11 or 12 and realizing that I'm going to die one day and it's scared the crap out of me and I I wanted to know what happens after that. So that was kind of like one of the earlier moments that got me starting to read about religion and at the time get really into Christianity. And then as I got older, as I became a father and was like, I really need to figure this out because now it's not just me figuring out what I believe. Now I have to teach my children, you know, the right from wrong. And, and somebody once said, it's better to teach your children how to think as opposed to what to think. So I, I really took it on myself as a responsibility to learn as much as I could from all the different respects and specialties that, that look into these type of things. So along that path, I started meditating and reading about cosmic consciousness and near-death experiences. And then I started having my own out-of-body experiences, which I go into great detail in the books explaining for anyone that's not uh, familiar with it. It's basically having a very similar experience to an NDE, a near-death experience, except you're not dying. You're not nearly dying. It's, it's more of a willful um, experience. So when that happened to me, 
that radically changed my worldview because I had never experienced that before. And I also hadn't read about astral projection or OBEs at that point in time. So that really mm-hmm. propelled me and motivated me to learn more about that, so on and so forth, writing the book, starting the podcast, and being here today talking to you. Wonderful. Out of all of the people, and thank you so much for having me on your show. And by the way, everybody, the link to Maverick's show is in on all my social media at Ask Julie Ryan on all this social media, you know, the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram and Pinterest and all that jazz. Um, but Maverick, is there, what are the top, say, one or two things that you've gleaned out of all those interviews you've done with guests on your shows and also the research that you've conducted over the past couple of years? Is there something that stands out, a topic or two that stands out that seems to be the norm or surprised you or both? Yeah, I would say, so to look at it from kind of a broad perspective, and then I'll give you a more specific example. From a broad perspective, when you're trying to figure something out or or conduct an investigation, we could say, I kind of take the idea of an investigation in my second book, Leadline. When you want to figure out what happened, it helps to talk to multiple witnesses. And when you start to look at multiple accounts, multiple stories, and you start to see all the similarities, whether it happened today or hundreds of years ago or here, like regardless of their personal religious background or belief system, you start to see all the commonalities. That tends to paint more of an objective picture out of multiple subjective testimonies. So the, the, the world of near-death experiences has provided so much amazing evidence for the afterlife because there are so many similarities. And uh, as far as a specific example, what I think is the most compelling are past life memories, whether it's reported by children that didn't have access to the Internet. It was, you know, before the Internet, and they were able to share details about a prior life that was later verified. Maybe they could still speak the foreign language. Maybe they still had um, appetites or cravings for food that they used to eat, which is not custom for the current life they're living in. Um, One of my earlier episodes, it might have been my second or third or fourth, I'm not sure, but I interviewed an author named Robert Snow, and long story short, he did a past life regression, recalled a prior life, gleaned a bunch of information out of that hypnotic session, and was able to eventually track down the prior life and verify a number of different specific bits of information that convinced him thoroughly that he lived that prior life. And that's still one of my favorite cases and examples that it just, it's just mind boggling how, how amazing that is for someone to be living now and know a lot about a prior life and it all checks out and it's all verifiable. So um, that's one of my, my favorite categories of, I do that a lot with clients and every once in a while on the show. And it is so fun to do past life stuff because like to your point, oftentimes we can get information that can be corroborated with online historic documents. And the thing about the little kids that's so funny is oftentimes these kids have these memories, again, that the information can be corroborated and they can't read. And there's no way 
that they would know this stuff. It's just no way. So I'm laughing when you said some foods. I hate bananas. I wouldn't eat a banana if it was the last thing on the planet. And my mom said even when I was a baby, I used to spit them back out at her. So I always laugh and say I probably was a monkey in a past life and just had way too many bananas. I don't know. But even when I've made banana bread... In the past, I've made banana bread. I hold my breath when I'm wishing the bananas. I can't even do the smell of them. It's just, ah. Oh. So, all right. Well, we will have all of your links to connect with you in the show notes. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us. And everybody, we'll be right back after the break and get some callers on. You're listening to the Ash Julie Ryan Show. Thanks, Maverick. Take care. Thanks. Welcome back, everybody. Our first caller after Maverick. Don't you love his name? Especially in the in this time where I think I think it's uh, Top Gun Two is getting ready to be released. So I thought that was way cool that that was his name. But our next caller is Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? Hello. Hi, hi. Hello. Hi, hi Julie. Sorry. <laughs> Hi. Um, how are you? <laughs> I'm terrific, thanks. How are you? You doing good? Good. Good. Doing good. Where are you located? Um, Where are you located, Heather? Chesapeake. Chesapeake, Virginia. Chesapeake, Virginia. Okay. Are we on speaker by any chance? If we are, can you get me off speaker, please? No, I'm not on speaker. Okay. All right. I heard some feedback. I guess it's on my end. All right. Well, good. Do you have a question for me? Yes. Um, I've been having some issues with my um, health. Um, it's been almost two years now. I've been going to hospitals and I'd like to get some more answers because they don't seem to have the answers that I would like um, mm -hmm. or I'm not going to go through whatever they think their Western, the regular um, medical doctors say. I know there's other natural ways of healing. Um, okay. So what are your symptoms? You do, do you have a scan on me? Yeah. Do you have a symptom that you want me to check? Just for time's sake, I only can take one question from each caller, just so I can get so many, get as okay. many on as I can. So you can schedule an appointment with me, and we'll have an hour, and I can do a full body scan and stuff. But is there one thing in particular that you'd like for me to check? Okay. Well, uh, I've been diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. Okay. And it's like everywhere. Okay. <laughs> it's in my okay. torso. Okay. Um, and I'm doing my best to heal it. Um, but I haven't found the right way to what I need to do yet. And mm -hmm. I was wondering if you could, I guess, find, see what I, what I could do. Sure. Absolutely. Let me get you on my radar, Heather, and we'll I mean, see what's going on. And how that works okay, is I raise my, much. sure, I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly. 
simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in Virginia. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. And two things will happen, Heather. Something will be identified. And then immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will happen. And those will integrate into your body. That can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care, like change in diet or, or surgery or physical therapy or something like that. But certainly it's always our spirit's choice how to, inter- how to integrate or even whether to integrate a healing. So it's spirit working through me and with me on these healings. So that's a little bit of an overview of what we're going to do real quickly here. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. Heading east over to you in okay. Virginia. All right. Got you. Shooting energy from your feet <laughs> up through the top of your head. By the way, I don't edit anything I get. When I'm scanning somebody, Heather, because everything can be healed. So plus, who am I to decide what you need to hear? You know, I'm just the, I'm the conduit. So I can see the cancer all over. What I'm going to do first is do a DNA healing, Heather. And I do this a lot with cancer patients pretty much all the time with all cancer patients. And I'm watching seven strands of DNA come out of an X chromosome on you. And they, DNA is the recipe that tells the cells how to behave. And it's comprised of four nucleic acids. And they're represented by four letters, A, T, C, G. And when they get a mutation in them, that's when cancer happens, that the cells are acting in a way that's less than optimal obviously. So what I'm watching happen is I'm watching the the sequence of those nucleic acids get rearranged, get resequenced, if you will. I watch these little strips come out of an X chromosome. You know, everybody has an X. Girls have an X and a Y. And, or girls have two Xs and boys have an X and a Y. So I always see it come out of an X. And it looks like a piece of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie with the fortune written on it. And so that's what I'm watching. Imagine watching a Scrabble game in warp speed. So I'm watching happen. Those letters get rearranged. Yeah. And when they're re-sequenced back to a normal recipe, if you will, then they snap back in. And it reminds me of a Uh tape measure that you pull out, then you, you hit that little red button. Mine has a red button and it goes flying back into the container, um, that holds the tape measure. So, Four, four strands have already gone in. I got three more to go. Seems to be that seven is the magic number of DNA strands the first time I okay. work with somebody who's dealing with cancer. What are your doctors saying? They want you to do chemo and radiation and stuff like that, or what are they saying? Yeah, they've, they've told me this. I had, This is my second occurrence. They've told me this for years, and I've just said, no, I'm not going to do that because um, okay. I can't. I, I can't see that how that would heal me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, so last I've, strand is reconfiguring, and that's going back in. So got that. Please consider okay. doing an appointment with me. Then we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive. And I'm scheduled out a couple of months, Heather, but if you get on my calendar and then 
click on the reschedule button on your confirmation email, it will show you when people are rescheduling. I had two people today reschedule uh, for the next week. So you can check that, but you got to get on my calendar and then you'll get a confirmation email with the reschedule button and hopefully we'll get you in real soon. And we'll, we'll do a deep dive and see what we can do to help. All righty. Good luck with everything. Thanks for calling. Okay. Take care. Bye now. All right, everybody. Time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll get a bunch more callers on. So stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Everybody, our next caller is Christy. Hi, Christy. Hey, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing good. Terrific. Good. Please tell everybody where you're located. Um, I live in Kingsland, Georgia. Um, okay, where's that? Far south. You know that. You know where Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. It's far south as you get to almost we're right on the border. So Oh wow. The little St. Mary's. I don't know if you heard of Kings Bay, Navy Bay. I haven't. That's I haven't. I, that's here. But I should come explore it, it sounds we're like we're grown a lot. Cumberland Wonderful. Island. Have you ever heard of I have I have heard of that, yes. Absolutely. Well terrific. Well welcome. St. Mary's really pretty. Okay. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for doing this. Oh, you're so welcome. Um, Thank you for calling in. Do you have a question for me? Yes. I was actually calling in um, about my son, Cade. Mm -hmm. We had a reading with you before, but like me and Cade didn't think us. We ran out of time, you know, but we have another one scheduled with you later on. Great. um, He has, he's 19 and, um, I don't know, he just has little issues, but lately, um, he, there's a fist came up like on the bottom of like, his head, kind of, but it's inside. Like they said, he has to get a, um, ultrasound, you know, to kind of see what it is. But he's always had like his heart rate gets real high, like, which he has a lot of anxiety, but it seems like that's not what it is. You know, it would be like 116 just sitting there and then he feels like his heart hurts. But I don't know if it's all related, but he's worried about this. Like like hard fist in it, you know. It's like almost on the bone, like you know. We don't know what it is, and we're like his skull at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to do, Christy, is I'm going to connect to you and from you to Cade, and I'm going to ask his permission if I can scan him. And okay. if he if he says yes, I will. If he says no, I won't. Just because ethically, I don't think it's right to do that. Okay. He so better. He here better. we go. <laughs> He better. He's going to be fixing his own dinner tonight, right? Yeah. All right. Here we go. That's right. Comes. <laughs> here we go. All right. Got you. Kate, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you? He goes, sure. Okay. Good job setting that up. So you can feed him that gourmet meal you had ready for him. Okay. So That's right. <laughs> I'm seeing it. it. It looks like it has sebum in it. 
do you know this is this is gonna just crack you up when I say this, Christy? But it reminds me of cheese whiz. Do you remember that stuff that you'd squirt out of a can onto crackers? I mean, yeah, yeah. I used to love that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's just Franken food. But I remember as a kid we had it, and and it, that's what it looks like. It looks like sebum in there. I don't think it's going to be anything, any big deal. It does not look malignant to me. It looks like it's got cheese whiz in it, but it's kind of a mm, yellowish golden color instead of the the um, uh-huh. orange color from cheese whiz. So that's the consistency. I see those cysts all the time, and they're not a big deal. They okay. may want to cut it out, especially if it hurts when he lays on his head at night on a pillow. But yeah, I, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna be just fine. Are you working with a dermatologist? Well, we went to one and then um they I don't know where else to go, so they said maybe go to a plastic plastic surgeon. But I you know, okay. I, I we need an ultrasound, like so I thought I would just go to the I know the doctor at the urgent care and just see if they could schedule that first and then go from there because I did go to the dermatologist last week. Okay. And I just have to we live in a little okay. place. We don't have a lot of doctors. <laughs> you know, we go to Jacksonville. But I got to just try to get it. Right. Right. I think he's going to be just fine. And uh, and they'll take care of it. And I just don't think it's going to be a big deal. So I look forward to having you for a whole hour okay, when I get to talk to you again. I'm excited. Okay. Me I'm too. So Thanks, Christy. I'm going to try to reschedule. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah, check care. the reschedule button. All righty, take care. Bye-bye. All righty, let's go to Amy next. Hi, Amy. Hey, Julie, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. You Please tell good? everybody. I can. Please tell everybody where you're located. I'm in San Diego. Poor baby. I'm California. so sorry. You're in such an awful place. I know. Facetious. I live in such a great little area by the park. Makes me happy. It, it, we had San Diego weather here today. It was a high of I think seventy-one and sunny and just glorious. So it was. I think. I think the average temperature yeah, year-round in San Diego is seventy-two. It's we haven't pretty had amazing. Hot ice this year. Great. Even up to now, we haven't had those hot, steamy nights. It could be hot in the daytime, but boy, the nights are nice. So it's great. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Yes. I want clarity. Julie, you know I'm on this life's purpose, and i got to do it before I die. And Lord knows I'm not getting any younger. Do you have any, do my guides have any information? Is taking the eating for psychology course with Mark David important for me, or am I just, I just got to do a podcast and start educating people about food. That's it. And I just, what do my guys want to tell me? Fear is holding you back. Just do it. Just do it. Use the two-minute rule. Is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, get out of the road before the bus runs you over. If it's not, take a step. It doesn't mean that you're going you're gonna to broadcast tomorrow. It means you take a step towards what you want to do. And then you'll be guided into another step and then fear will come up. Use two-minute rule, get out of the fear again, take another step, and you'll be guided every step of the way. Is it important for you to take that course? What I got was if it's interesting to you, take it. If it's not, don't. 
And I think that's with everything, Amy. I think that's with everything. That's how we're guided. A lot of us believe or or we're led to believe that when we come in, we should have a roadmap of what our purpose in life is going to be and just kind of, okay, you stop here and you stop there and you do this and you do that. We create it as we go and we're led based on what our past experiences are in a lifetime. And, and our purpose is very generalized. It's something that we want to explore. Like you want to create. Well, there are unlimited ways to create. We create all, every day. And so we're led along that path. I mean, heaven, heaven knows we've all done different things in our lives that have been interesting to us at the time. And that's how we're led. And then we want to explore something else. We're led to something else. So just take that step. Use a two-minute rule and you're golden. Very good. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Bye now. Okay. Let's go to Miss Carla next. Hi, Carla. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? How are you? Terrific. Okay. Yeah, where are you? Where are you located? Um, out in the Panhandle of Nebraska. Okay, terrific. Well, you got a question for me? Um, I do. I too have been um extremely ill for two years now. I'm basically disabled. Um, ended up losing my job because I can't work because of all the things that are going on with me. Um. I've been to, like the first caller, I've been to every type of medical doctor you can imagine and had every kind of test and scan done, and they can't really find anything. Um, I have extreme dizziness and vertigo, chronic fatigue, and some of the blood tests are showing high inflammation, but they can't really decipher where or why I have high inflammation other than possible reoccurring Epstein-Barr. Or something along the lines of that. So, um, anyway, I can't find any answers, and I'm extremely ill and homebound, and I'm just turned 60, so I'm not very old, and I don't know what to do. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar, and we'll see what's going on. It's not very often that I hear the panhandle of Nebraska. It's usually the panhandle of Florida. So, you caught me off guard with that. I thought, oh. Another I'm another sure. almost Florida girl. Yeah. You said the Panhandle of Nebraska. I've never heard it described that way. Nebraska. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my daughter actually is. Uh, my daughter lives out in Chicago. I've been I've been out to Chicago five or six times visiting her until all this happened. But I love it out there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So got you on my radar. And where have you had mold exposure? Have you had a water leak in your home or your office where you were working or a previous home? Um, actually, the one, it's been about 10 years, but we had uh, water in the crawl space mm-hmm. about 10 years ago in the house mm-hmm. that we have now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still got mold in there because you're full of mold. So what I'm doing is I'm clearing it out, Carla, and that's what's going on with you. So there's a book I want you to get, and it's called Toxic by a doctor named Neil Nathan, Neil Nathan, MD. 
He's in San Diego with Miss Amy. Okay. And and if you don't, if you can't concentrate enough to read the book, go on YouTube, put in his name. You'll see whenever a new book comes out, most people are doing a book tour or they're on, they're interviewed a lot, and you can find a synopsis of it on YouTube. So, Dr. Neil Nathan, MD. It's called Toxic. It's going to give you a lot of information. Consider scheduling a, a full hour appointment with me. We'll do a deep dive. We'll get get you on the road to, to recovery here with this. This is all fixable. You okay. just got to get with somebody that knows what they're doing. So, all righty, Carla, hope you feel better. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. All right, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get more callers on and stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, so we'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's go to the phones, and Margaret's our next caller. Hi, Margaret. Hi, Julie. I'm so excited. I've heard about you through Dr. Christian Northrup, who I love, and so... I'm really excited to be calling in. I'm calling just outside of Boston, well, thank Massachusetts. Thank you. you can I can tell hear I hear my thick Boston accent. <laughs> I can. I can. I I was going to ask if you were in Boston or Maine. And what's really funny about this, Margaret, is my son is in Boston on business this weekend, and I was texting with him during the break, and he sent me a picture of the oh clam God. chowder he's eating at Legal Seafood <laughs> right now. <laughs> Oh, in Boston. It, Boston. In Boston. And so, here you yeah. are. You're from Boston. Well, a few other quick things. I also have green eyes and was always the one of my family to question things and was a little bit of an outsider, which you mentioned earlier about yourself. So right. I feel a little bit connected to you. That's um, right. We make so the just, world go round. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, um, on on kind of a sad note for me, my my brother passed away in 2016. Um, I wasn't able to know about it or um, be with him, but I wanted to ask you. He had served in the military in the army in Germany, and he was there um, in the 80s. So he didn't have any type of active duty, but he served six years very valiantly and did a great job for our country. What I wanted to ask you is why he came back so psychologically tortured. He went in as a very young man, he's only 17, and he came back um, really a very sad um, uh, alcohol-dependent person. And so he that wasn't the person that I grew up with. And mm-hmm. as a family, no one ever really could figure out why. So I miss him, mm-hmm. and I just wish I could know what bothered him so much that made him change so drastically. Okay, what was his name? What's his name, Margaret? Stephen. 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 Okay, I'm gonna. He's standing next to you. I've already connected yeah. to you. He's standing next to you on your right. <laughs> Stephen. Margaret wants to know what what if anything happened in Germany when you were there that caused you to start drinking. And, and you know, there is 
some hereditary. There are some hereditary things. There are some genetic genes that genetic genes. That's an ox. That's kind of repeating myself. I believe it's the DRD2 gene is the the um, addiction gene that people are. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to be an addict. It means you have the predisposition to become an addict and then things can trigger it. It's kind of like you got a loaded gun. A loaded gun doesn't kill people unless you, sh- you fire it at somebody. So, um, Stephen, mm-hmm. was there something that caused you to start drinking? He's saying the rigor of the tour. Can you be more specific? I don't know what that means. Rigor of the tour. I mean, that can be anything. So he was enlisted. He wasn't an officer. He didn't go in after college, Margaret. No, he went in actually as a teenager. He was only 17 and he needed permission. It was during the Iranian hostage crisis, which some of us may or may not remember. Um, I certainly do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. He was exposed to some things in training that just didn't set well with him. He was saying they were asking him to prepare to do things that he just he just didn't feel like he could do. And he said he felt he felt like he was being brainwashed into being being prepared. And and I think that's what all and I don't know. I'm not a military person, but I'm married to a military person. I'm married to a, a guy who grew up in the military and and I know that that's what basic training's all about is they want you to become compliant so you can follow orders. I would have lasted about two minutes in there and I'd been in the court martial. I would have said, I'm not doing that and I would have been in trouble. But uh he said he said that he felt like he was well, that brainwashed. Okay. Well, he said brainwashed. Me. I appreciate it so much. He's saying brainwashed. He said that three times, Margaret, and he's saying he felt like he was being coerced. So I, it was something that went that. against his thank, ethics. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Thanks Wonderful. for calling. Thank you so much. God bless you. you are, you're you. most welcome. Bye-bye. Okay. Let's go to Kathy next. Hi, Kathy. Hello, how are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited Hi. to be on your show. Well, thanks. I'm delighted uh, to have you. Where are you located? I am in West Central Illinois. About okay. About four hours from Chicago, maybe five. Yeah. Okay. Um, you got a quick question for I'm me? Calling. I do. Um, this has been quite a traumatic year for me. But it started out with losing um, my mom and um, on St. Patrick's Day. Aww. And um, after 25 years, I find out that I'm probably going to have to have open heart surgery again. Okay. And so I was hoping for um, a scan, you know, something that maybe could help. And I also wanted to desperately know if mom was still with me, you know. Yeah, she's standing next to you on your right. Whenever we talk about them, they're always they always come in oh immediately. All you have to do is think of her, 
Every spirit has a, a frequency that they keep throughout all their lifetimes, Kathy. You just think of them, it connects your satellite dish head to their frequency. Frequency They come in immediately. So what I'm do- doing is I'm roto-rootering out your vascular system and roto-rootering the bypass that they did. Mm-hmm. So how many bypasses did you have? Well, it wasn't a bypass. It was a, okay. a, a microbiome repair. All right. I'm and seeing a bypass. I'm seeing a bypass. So I think sometimes the heart will grow little little bypasses on their own to get around problems. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what I'm seeing. And I'm watching it get rotor-rootered out. And on the valve, what we oh, can good. do. So, so are they... Are they talking about putting in a pig valve or an artificial valve? What kind of valve are they going to put in? No, he's highly recommending a mechanical valve so that it doesn't okay. happen again. Yeah, yeah. My daughter-in-law had that I'm, done a I'm couple 65. of times. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to work on that on the break and uh, okay. schedule an appointment with me, and we can spend a whole hour working on your your heart and everything. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling, Kathy. Everybody stay with us. Time for another quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Stay with us. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. and I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show on Thursday nights at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. Call-in number is 712-775-7035 and the access code is 483-620-POUND. Now, this information is available anywhere you can download at the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We're on pretty much every podcast network. We're on Alexa. We're on YouTube. And, uh, and you can find it on my website, 
AskJulieRyan.com. Please remember to subscribe and leave a review. If you leave a review, you'll be entered into a drawing for a free session with me valued at $200. And so, you know, that'd be fun if you're the winner. I pick somebody the first Thursday of every month. And the reason I do that is because it's a thank you to all of you for listening and calling in and also because I know 200 bucks is a lot of money to a lot of people. So it's something that I can do. I give away 12 free sessions a year. Just so leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie. Call-in details can also be found on all my social media channels, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at Ask Julie Ryan. And we always post a reminder the day of the show. While you're on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter. It's a question somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it, and it's it's always fun. I get so many uh, questions that come in, and then one is chosen each week, so... It's always, it's always fun to see which one it is. You can also schedule an appointment with me at AskJulieRyan.com. You know the trick. Get on my calendar. I'm scheduled out a couple of months. Just get on whatever day you can and then start checking the reschedule button that's on your confirmation email and closer appointments will become available. And we're going to talk when we're supposed to talk. Some people that have been waiting a while, they always say, when I scheduled it, I had something else I wanted to talk to you about. But now today, it's something different. And I'm really glad that I waited because this is more important to me. So I always just trust that we talk when we're supposed to. On the Angelic Attendant Training class, October's full uh, January is full. I limited to 12 people. In April of 2022, I have eight people signed up already. So I limit it to 12. I got four more slots left for April of 2022. If you're thinking about taking the training, please go ahead and sign up. So there'll be a spot for you. All right. This week, our question comes from Stephanie and Stephanie lives in Sladale, Louisiana. That's how my husband, Tim, would say it. He says, Louisiana. I say Louisiana, but Louisiana. And she said, hi, Julie. I wanted to seek advice from my friend who recently transitioned from COVID-19 in February of 2021. She's the only one that knows me like the back of my hand. She knows my relationship with the father of my children, and I need to know her advice on moving on without him as a spouse and just as a father to my children. Any advice she gives will be amazing. I miss her so much, and I just know she can hear me. You're right. She can. Our our deceased loved ones can always hear us. And what I said earlier to some of our callers is just think of them and then they immediately come in because they their frequency is triggered by our satellite dish head. And then she went on to say, I miss her so much and I just know she can hear me. Thanks for your help with this, Stephanie. And here's my response. Hi, Stephanie. My condolences on the loss of your friend. To get some information for you, I first connected with you and from you to your late friend. She said, quote, you're a rock. She also said, quote, you've been through so much this year and it's only September. Stay strong, end quote. Your friend wanted you to know she's always around you and is supporting you from heaven. Now, remember, everybody goes to heaven. All dogs go to heaven. All people go to heaven. 
she then she said, or I said, now with regards to your relationship, she suggests you move on with your life and find happiness with someone who loves you and your kids. In addition, I asked God, the universe, your spirit guides, angels, and deceased loved ones the same question. They unanimously concurred. They all agreed. My feeling is let's just ask all of them all together. And, and they agreed with what your friend said. So just say something to a deceased loved one or a spirit with whom you want to communicate either in your head or aloud, and your next thought will be their answer. It'll feel like a thought in your head. How you'll know it's them is it'll be the first thought you have and it'll arrive within a second. You always hear me say as fast as you can snap your fingers within a second, sometimes even before the thought is finished. If you think about the answer for more than a second, that'll be your brain talking to you. Hope this helps. So the reason why sometimes, and I, and I get this all the time where I'll get, uh, spirit talking and the person with whom I'm working will, or, or even if I'm saying something to a spirit, I'll get the answer back before my thought is all, all the way thought out. And that's just because time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time's a human creation. So we're thinking a thought in our head, either a question or a, a sentence, you know, like a statement. And Spirit's already got it, and they're answering us. So that's what happens. The more you do this, the more you talk with Spirit, everybody can do it. The more you talk with Spirit, the more validation you're going to get for the information that you receive. And then you're going to trust it more. The more you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get, and then it's just going to be second nature. So you don't need to stand on any crystals or hot coals. You don't need to twirl around three times and raise your hands in the air. You don't need to be chanting for an hour before you communicate with spirit. You just ask a question. Think of them. You connect to them. Ask a question. Make a statement. They're going to answer you as fast as you can snap your fingers. It's really easy and it's really fun. And it doesn't have to be somebody who's dead. You can communicate with spirits that are alive, that are attached to people's bodies. That's what the Aborigines do. You know, they communicate telepathically across vast distances, sometimes thousands of miles. And you can you can communicate with any spirit that's deceased too, whether you knew them or not. Who do you want to talk to? You want to talk to Shakespeare or Aristotle or Mother Teresa or whomever. You just think of them and you can communicate with them. So hope that helps. Thanks for your question. Okay, let's go to the phones and our next caller is Roxanne. Hi, Roxanne. Hi, Julie. Hi. How are you, girl? Can you hear me now? I can. How are you doing? Great. You know, I'm doing fine. You are so informative. This is such a gift. Okay, so thank you. We We had a great our call, everybody out there, you got to do that. My life has never been <laughs> so funny. Aww. And I'm not, I'm serious. Okay. It's really and fun really too, isn't it? I mean, we, we laugh yes. a lot when we're on, no matter what's going on, somebody's got like some serious disease or something. I promise you, we laugh and, and I'll get some crazy old visual, like your earlobe looks like a bowl of whipped cream or something crazy. And, and you just, when, when you're working with spirit, it's pure love and pure joy. I mean, it's fun regardless of what's going on. So, well, Roxanne, tell everybody where you're located. Wonderful, wonderful call. I'm in Henderson, Nevada, right outside, as you know, of Las Vegas. I've got the view. Okay. So, yeah, that's where I am. Beautiful weather right now. 
Um, I my question that I forgot last week and the week before, I, I, I didn't get it in. I just so busy on other stuff. I had had a, a puppy before, and her name is Emmy, uh-huh. and she suspiciously, I I I gave her to a friend to watch and take over when I had to move to another state. So mm-hmm. she willingly took the the, the dog, and it, and it's very many years older uh, have gone by, and so she's gone, but she kind of disappeared. So we're trying to figure out what happened to Emmy. We don't know. I mean, it's just like she's vanished. This is the weirdest thing. And how long ago? The dog, my dog. Uh, this, she vanished about, uh, three months ago. Okay. But she's with a new family for about, really? Yeah. She's with a new family. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she didn't get picked off by a, a hawk or you see her spirit still here she didn't yeah. get she didn't she she had okay so she went away she's, she's with a new family what kind of dog you know, was she was she little yeah a, a yorkie mm-hmm. a she's yorkie with a new mix. family and and she had uh, like you know she kind of went in circles and she didn't see very well and hear very well so we were thinking mm-hmm. that maybe it was a hawk that came down in this backyard or something. But, I mean, I find that so hard to believe. She's bad. Yeah, somebody somebody picked her up. I see somebody in a car stopping. Did she have tags on? No. Okay. Yeah. They just that. thought she w- nope. They thought she was a stray, and they picked her up, and they took her home. She's fine. So she's, she's still good. here. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. It's been on my okay. mind, and uh, she had she had you know problems. She's an old dog, uh huh. So you know you wonder. Okay, so okay, okay, awesome. Well, that's good to know. Thanks, Julie. You're welcome. That's Thanks what I for calling. To know. It, it's, okay, okay, okay. I'm staying tuned. Bye, rocks. Thanks for I'm, calling. I'm gonna try. Bye, bye, Julie. Oh, fun. All right, let's go to Pat. Hi, Pat. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Where are you Where are you located? Good. I'm in flyover country in Iowa. Iowa. All right. You know what? I hear my music playing, which means I got to take a quick break, Pat. So I'm going to hold you over the commercial, <laughs> and I'll be right back. Okay. Everybody, stay with us, and we'll see what Miss Pat has to say. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Before the break, we had Pat from Iowa on the phone with us. So, hi, Pat. Still with us? Hi, Julie. Yep. Hi, girl. All right. You got a question for me? Uh, we have, yeah, we talked in the past, but, you know, an hour is never long enough. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I have a question about my son tonight. Okay. Um, he's had difficulty sleeping, and so... Um, I don't know whether you can scan him because he's just sometimes, I don't know if he believes in 
this kind of stuff. But anyway, maybe he'll say yes. But if okay, not, what's maybe, his name? You know, his Eric is Carrie. Okay, his name's Carrie. Yep. Okay. All right. Is he in Iowa with you? He's in Kansas City tonight. Okay. All right. So here comes my laser beam. Heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading northwest up to, as you say, flyover country. I was in Minneapolis mm-hmm. last weekend and got to go to my friend's lake house too, north, a couple hours north. And we were talking about flyover country and, and how lovely it <laughs> is. And I even got to see some leaves yeah, that yeah. were changing colors. So that was kind of yeah, fun when we got up yeah. there. I know. So that was fun. All right. All right. I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you? I get a no. That's all right. We'll talk to his spirit anyways. And that doesn't surprise you, does it? (laughs) You were kind of half expecting that. Yeah. But we can talk to his spirit. And the reason why I do that, Pat, is because I use the example of pneumonia. If somebody has pneumonia, they're going to tell us what they want us to know. But then we're not going to look at their chest x-ray without their permission. So it's the same thing. I don't scan somebody without their permission, just because I think it's unethical to do that. So, all right, what's going on with the sleep? Is he on the computer a lot? Well, he's an IT guy, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, that's what I'm getting, is he's not giving his brain any, I got he's on the computer all the time, even before he's trying to go to sleep. Or he's watching TV or he's doing something with the electronics and his brain's just too busy to fall asleep. Have you ever heard of the, the, um, have you ever heard of the 478 breathing, Pat? I have, yes. Okay, breathe in for four, hold it for seven, breathe out for eight. Have him do that eight times in a row. The other thing is the blue light blockers, the glasses that block the the blue light and you may want to and you can order those on Amazon or a bunch of different places you may want to suggest that he get a pair of those if he doesn't already have it and start wearing them I've heard you start wearing them a couple of hours before you go to bed and that helps your brain quiet down okay, okay. those are a couple of things uh-huh. that he can try so and then talk to him and and tell him what we're doing Good luck with that. And then I'll be happy to try and scan him again another time. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes yeah. he says it, you know, his back hurts and that wakes him up and so he yeah. doesn't sleep all night. It's his brain. Yeah. His brain's wound up. It's his brain. It's okay. his brain. He's Great. looking at all the, he's looking at those computer screens all day. So he's got to yeah. give his brain a yeah. chance to calm down. Okay. So I hope that helps. Awesome. Great talking to you. Thank you, Julie. Yeah. All righty. Yeah, great. Bye, Pat. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye. Let's go to Sadie next. Hi, Sadie. Hi. How are you? Hello. Hi, hi. Good, thanks. Good. Where are you located? Um, I'm in Redding, California. Okay. Terrific. Well, you got a question for me? I do. Um, I've had some anxiety recently. Uh-huh. And um, I was wondering if you can give me some insight. Yeah. 
Do you know what's causing it? Do you have, I mean, other than lockdowns and COVID and fires yeah. and you, I mean, you got a lot on your plate, I'm sure, like everybody else does. But where you are, you really got a lot on your plate. Anything in particular that seems to have triggered it? Or is it just the past year and a half with all the all the, the wild stuff happening? Well, it seems when I lost my job a couple of years ago that I had mm-hmm. um, anxiety then. And I also have my dad that lives here and... Um, yeah, so just not sure if it was just a combination or if something's going on or with my health. Okay. How young are you, Sadie? 45. Okay. All right. Let me get you on my radar. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see what your hormone levels are. And I keep hearing about all these jobs that are available. Are you finding that or do you need to stay home and take care of your dad? No, I recently got a job part-time, Great. which I'm excited Good. about. Uh, Great. Yeah. Okay. Because I keep hearing, I, I was uh, watching the news this this afternoon when I took a little lunch break in between clients, and they there are people, there are towns that are having job fairs because companies need workers so much, and they're offering all these amazing bonuses and stuff, signing bonus, your insurance starts immediately. It, w- it was amazing, the story that I was hearing. And and it's being held all over the country in cities and towns. So hopefully you can find something like that you you really like. What's that? Not, it's more like it's more of like having to deal with difficult people. And uh-huh. so when I have to have conversations, um, different situations that are stressful, I'll go into like a little anxiety um, mm-hmm. attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Have you heard me talk about the two-minute rule? Yes. Okay. Use it. It's it's golden. It's free and it's convenient. It works anywhere your brain is, and your brain's usually with you wherever you are. So when you start feeling that, that's your internal GPS saying, hey, you're out of alignment. You know, let's look at if If you feel neutral or good, you're in alignment with your spirit. If you feel badly you're out of alignment. And so you just want to ask, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? If it is, change the conditions. Get out of the road before the bus hits you. If it's not, it's fake. Move on. Take that step for the fear. That's what's going on. I think you could use a little uh, a little bit of hormones. I would um, look into bioidentical hormones, Sadie. I think you're in perimenopause and that's exacerbating it. So I hope that helps. Time for another quick break, everybody. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. And we're back from the break. Hi, Denise. Denise is our next caller. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Very good. My question for you is, I'm from from Jackson, New Jersey. Okay, great. Um, I wanted to know, um, my dad's been dead for uh, 23 years this month. um, Uh And I was just wondering if he's around or whatever. All the time. You know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what kind of time. I feel like I don't ever feel any signs, though. Okay, do you ever talk to him, Denise? 
Do I ever what? Do you ever talk to him? Yes, I do. Good. Does he answer you back? I don't feel like he does. <laughs> he does. I think I think spirits I talking to us all the time, especially when we have deceased loved ones that are around us, and we yeah. just don't we don't we don't recognize it. But when you say yeah, something to yeah. him, like I was saying earlier, I mean it comes in instantly. It's right there. Yeah. Whatever the answer is, and and then what we do is we say, "Oh, that's just my brain. That's not really me. That's not really him talking." And it is. Yeah. So he's talking about, he's showing me, do you have a rug that was theirs? It looks like it's a needlepoint rug or something along those lines. Do you have like a little area rug that was your parents or your dad's in your home? Yes, it was. Yes, I do. In my foyer. Okay. All right. He's saying every time you step on it, think of him. And you probably already do. So he's showing me the rug. <laughs> How cool is that? Yeah. Let's see yeah. what 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 yeah. else can you do? He the other thing he's showing me. Do you have bird feeders? Do you have a bird feeder? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Okay, have, you would I probably have like a bird bath. We have a bird bath. Yeah. You would probably know because you'd have to fill it. I fill my bird yeah, feeders yeah, all the yeah. time. Uh, yeah. He's he says that there's little. Ground, the reason I'm asking is there's little ground up seeds on the ground from the birds. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. saying that that's the birds letting you know that they want you to feed them. Did he like birds? Okay. Was Did they have a bird feeder? Did your parents have a bird feeder? Not that I remember, to be perfectly honest. No. Okay. Well, yeah. he wants you to feed the birds. Yeah. He wants you to feed the birds. You know, it it makes me think of my favorite movie, Mary Poppins. Feed the birds, tuppence a bag. You know, that whole song. So, uh, Uh yeah. So he's saying that. Let's see if there's anything else. Uh, He's talking. Is your mom still alive or is she deceased as well? No, she's deceased too. All right. Have have you felt like you've smelled her perfume? Denise? Sometimes I Sometimes yeah. I feel like that. That's what he's saying. That you smell, you think you're smelling your mom's perfume, and you are. And a lot of the time, uh-huh. he's with her. Okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. you're, you got signs. You just needed somebody to point them out know. to you. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to yeah. him, and it's his answer is going to be immediately, immediately coming into your okay. head. So all right, thanks for calling. All right. Well. All right. Thanks so much. All you right. Bet. Take care. Day. You All right, too. Bye. bye. All right, let's go to Heather. Hi, Heather. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi, hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Hi, this is Heather. Hello, Heather. You've got your second Heather for the night. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. Popular name. Yeah. Where you located second Heather of the night? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm currently in Denver, Colorado. Okay. You know, second Heather of the night makes you sound kind of like a superhero to me. So maybe you have one of those capes. Maybe <laughs> you have a superhero <laughs> outfit on or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, you got I'll a question it. for me? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question, and it's kind of tied into medical and... um 
something going on with spirits on the other side. I'm not sure if I could tie those together, but I do okay. have an hour long session with you scheduled for December. So yay! Um, Wonderful. Can I part? Yes. Can I? Can I parlay the two questions together, or would you sure. like to choose a genre? Well, if they're um, related. So in twenty, they are. Yeah. So okay. in twenty sixteen, um, I was diagnosed with Lyme disease, and this mm-hmm. came just after three family losses. So I lost my mother, my grandmother, and my father all within a ten month time period between 2015 and 2016. I'm so, so sorry. So it was just a few months after that last, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it, it was just a few months after that last passing that the Lyme disease um, diagnosis came up in a routine blood test. And they, mm-hmm. Western medicine has done all they can with the, here's the antibiotics and, you know, trying to, to do more lab work, and, and the Lyme isn't showing up anymore, but since 2016, you know, my body hasn't been right, major fatigue, mm-hmm. I've uh, been getting GI flare-ups, too, mm-hmm. um, that one put me in the emergency room recently, it was, you know, it's just been rough, and um, I'm trying to navigate, is this grief, is this Lyme, is it something else, you know? Um, it's yeast. So I'm not sure if that's time for it's yeast. It's, oh, is it? It's uh, yeast overgrowth. Yeah. So email okay. me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I went ahead and got you on my radar while you were talking. And email me, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com. I'm going to send you a link to the gut biome test. You may have heard me talk about it. It's going to okay. tell you what the ecosystem yeah. is in your gut. When you're on all those antibiotics, it just decimates the gut ecosystem, the gut biome. So the gut biome test is a fancy yeah. name for a poop test, basically. And it's going to tell you what the ecosystem is. But more importantly, Heather, it's going to tell you, here are your superfoods. Incorporate these into your diet. Here are the foods for you to avoid. Here's everything else. Eat this a lot. Eat this a little. The things the, uh, with the food to avoid, they're, they're always a surprise because oftentimes we're eating foods that we think are healthy, and they are. They're just not healthy for us right now with our gut biome. And people say, oh, but I love, you know, whatever the food is, pistachios or whatever the food is that that, that test is saying to avoid. And I'll say, well, it doesn't mean you have to give them up for life. Just give them up until your gut is healthy. And that's where your immune system's yeah. based. So. So that's what's going on. Email me. And uh, and then what I've done is I've cleared out the yeast out of your system. And you want to, you, you know, the protocol, stay low on the food chain. God made it, eat it. If man made it in a factory, do your best to avoid it. Stay away from fermented foods, wine, beer, alcohol, kimchi, sauerkraut, yogurt, vinegar, soy sauce, all that kind of stuff. If you've got yeast, your gut's a fermentation factory. And you don't want to add fuel to the fire. Peel fruit. There's lots of yeast on fruit. Freeze and reheat leftovers and get a hold of some nice statin, which is an antifungal. N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N. So it's fixable. It doesn't cause any permanent damage. You will be just fine. And uh, and and I'll, I'll be looking forward to checking you, yeah, you when, when we talk. 
Thank you so much, Julia. You're welcome. You're welcome. All righty. Take care. Bye, Heather. Okay, let's go to Daisy next. Hi, Daisy. Hi. How are you? Yes, Daisy from Ocala. Daisy from Ocala. How are you, my girl? What's happening? You got a question for me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, is it possible to scan for the Delta virus? I have a dear friend who comes over on Saturday morning to help me out with groceries and picking up prescriptions and cleaning the house. And Saturday she came in and she wasn't feeling well. And yeah. a few days later, Tuesday, she found out that it was the virus. Yeah. So now I'm wondering yeah. if she gave it to me and um, if she's going to die from it. You know, I'm not no. happy no. about it. The good thing about the Delta virus is it's nowhere near as lethal. It's more contagious, but it's nowhere near near as lethal, and people get over it easily. And from what I hear from my doctor friends, there really isn't even a test for it. So it's interesting that they're talking so much about it, but I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know, but that's what I've heard. So no, you do not have uh, it. Because she hasn't lost her appetite or sense of smell. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have it. You're good. You don't have oh, it. Great. Yeah. Okay. All righty. Well, thanks oh, for... I needed to know. Well, my, friend is gonna, my friend is not going to die from it? I don't believe so. No, it's not lethal. I mean, it's it's contagious, but it's like the flu. It's not a big deal. No, most yeah. people are just but fine with it. She found out Tuesday, and her doctor sent her right away for a two-hour infusion to the hospital. Perfect. So she's, she's doing better. Okay, great. Sounds good. All right. Thank well, you very thanks, much. Ms. I just wanted to know that you didn't give it to me. Okay. I think you're good, Daisy. Thanks a lot, dear. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. I got somebody from Boca. Hi. What's your name? Boca 561 area code. All right. Well, we'll come back. We'll come back. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll see who the mystery person from Boca is. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Next caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. Thank How you are so you, much girl? For taking my call. How are you? You're, I'm doing you well. are most How welcome. You? Please Can tell you everybody you where you're located. I'm in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. Well, and good. I'm you got calling a... because of my. Go ahead. I was going to say you got a question Can for you hear me. me? Yes, ma'am. Yes, absolutely. I'm calling in reference to my 16-year-old daughter, Victoria. She gave me permission mm-hmm. to talk to you. She's actually adamant. Did I get some answers? Um, <laughs> she's having a lot of, you know, like teenagers have, anxiety. And I was um, wondering if you saw maybe that homeschooling would be better for her. 
than going to a regular high school because that's what she's doing right now. So she's she's going to a regular high school now or she's homeschooling? Yes. Now she's going to a regular high school. She's also working two jobs. She has a lot on her plate. She's going to leave one of her jobs. I keep begging her to do that. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, I feel that maybe homeschooling would be best for her, but we're just indecisive. How does she feel about it? I'm getting homeschooling is going to be in her best interest as well, Michelle, because you can, she can get her work done in a fraction of the time. Everybody I know that homeschools their kids say, oh my gosh, you know, they like do their schoolwork in the morning and then we have the afternoons to go do family field trips or whatever. And it's just takes so much less time. Well, I know firsthand because I'm a teacher and I'm a tutor. I just opened my own company. So I know what it's like and I've homeschooled her before. She's mm-hmm. just concerned of the silly things like, oh my goodness, I won't have prom. I won't have my friends. She has tons of friends. I'm not worried about her social life. Mm-hmm. I'm just concerned that, you know, maybe she will miss out on, I don't even know what. <laughs> maybe just the prom. Or the graduation, or the homeschooling kids that I know, our next door neighbors homeschooled their three kids, and they had, they did the homeschooling through some organization where they provided Mm -hmm. the curriculum and that kind of stuff. And they had sports. They went, I think, maybe one or two days a week to do science labs and things like that. They had prom, they had graduation with all the kids that are homeschooled, and so it'll expand her horizons with friends. Right. Well, she doesn't yeah. need any more friends. <laughs> she has more than enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, Thank yeah, you but so that, much, Julie. I appreciate you. Yes. You know, at, at that age, it's all about the friends. That's, that's the most important oh, no. thing. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thanks we for calling. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, bet. you. God bless. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Let's go to Brent next. Hi, Brent. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Awesome. Hey, uh, I'm in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and I have a question for you. My son got admitted to ICU today, and I'd like you to take a look at him on a ventilator. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah. What uh, happened? Well, he's asthmatic. Uh, I mean, allergies. Well, I don't know. He was having, he got a shot two weeks or three weeks ago. I don't know if that's the issue. Um, but he was having breathing problems the last few days, and, and he went on an ambulance ride to the doctor or the hospital today, and he got admitted. He's, he's on a machine right now. Oh, my God. He's on a ventilator? Yes, ma'am. Or a breathing, he's got something breathing for him. He's all, yeah, he's all, yeah, tubed up. Okay, so he's on a breathing, he's on a ventilator or he has just oxygen? He has a cannula of oxygen. Oh, he's on a, no, he's on a, this machine's breathing for him. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, my gosh. What's his name, Brent? Greg. Greg. And how old is he? Oh, uh, 30. <laughs> 31, okay. yeah. All right. Good job, Dad. 
You have to do the math because you remember the year he was born, right? I know. That's all right. Okay. So connecting to you, going to him. He's in trouble, Brent. He's in phase seven of 12 of the 12 phases of transition. Yeah. He, um, uh, all right. So I'm unable to scan him energetically because his spirit's out of his body. He's surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to transition. It means he's in the phases right now. People can move in and out. They can move back and forth. They can move up and back. So let's talk to him. Are you ready to go, Craig? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need? More time. Okay. So are they are they going to let you guys go in the hospital, that hospital, or are, are you barred from going yeah, in every yeah, hospital? Yeah, with him right now, I think. His mom's with him? Yes. Okay, good. All right. Can you go in the morning to be with him? Yes. Okay, do that. Stay with him. Are are they having restrictions like only one person's allowed in a day and you have to stay there that day, or will they let more than one person in? So far, we've been told just come and keep going 24 hours. Okay, good, good. All right. I I think it makes sense for you to get over there. Are you close by? Can you get there easily? Yes, I'm, I mean, he's like, like 10, 10, 10 minutes away, but 20 minutes away, not far. <coughs> you may want to go over this evening. Okay, I will. Okay. Yeah, not to alarm you. You know, I don't edit anything I get. I just, I just. No, I understand. Um, I'm the conduit. It's not what I expected. (laughs) No, I know. But I think it makes sense for you to go over and be there and just just oversee what's going on. Is he coherent? No, he's sleeping now. Last I heard, he was out. Okay. All right. He's had a long few days. It's been going on for a few days now, apparently. Okay. Yeah. I think you knew. I would go. I would go this evening if that was my child and I was you. So. Go be with him, and uh, and I will keep him in my prayers. And I'll check in with him later in the evening and see what's going on. I'll watch him. So good luck with all of that okay. and our well, thoughts and email, prayers so with you. Okay. All righty. Thanks for listening, everybody, to the callers. Thanks for calling in. If I didn't get you on, please call back next week. I'll do my best to get you on. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend and a terrific next week and I'll meet you back here next Thursday. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.